The following is a presentation of the Six Arrows Radio Network. Ham Radio 360 Podcast, episode number 87. We're talking Irma and some special announcements coming up. MTCRadio.com presents Ham Radio 360, the podcast. Brought to you by Ellacraft. Now, here's your host, Kel Nelson. K4CDN. So welcome into episode number 87 of the Ham Radio 360 podcast. As always, brought to you by Main Trading Company. Our friends down in Paris, Texas, Richard and Christine Lenore started their business in their garage with a pallet of surplus gear. Now they're one of the top-selling Kenwood, Icom, Alinko, Yesu dealers in the United States. Listen, I've said it for over three years now. And if you haven't heard me, I apologize, but it's going to be the same thing. You need something, you shop at mtcradio.com. Looking for some ICOM gear? The man sold more IC7300s than anyone. He got him to win the big prize to take the trip. Hams in Japan had a great time over there, and he did it because you guys were shopping with him. That's a smart move. You want to save money on your ICOM rigs? Check out mtcradio.com. As well as Elacraft.com, hands-on ham radio. I tell you, when I scroll through Instagram and I see pictures of folks activating summits on the air, every time it seems they're operating with the Elacraft KX3 or KX2. You want to get your hands on ham radio. You want to get some Elacraft in your hands. Check them out, Elacraft.com. So uh, just a week or so ago, Hurricane Irma attacked the United States. I mean, how else do you say it, man? We've been ravaged in the deep south, over in Texas, all the way around to the Keys of Florida and up. And we were really kind of thinking we were going to be in the crosshairs, we being Spartanburg, South Carolina, as the storm approached. Not really knowing how to prepare for that necessarily because the tracks were changing every five minutes. And I'll stop there for just a minute. I remember as a kid, as a younger man, they would they would forecast a storm and usually they would get it right i mean unless it just completely changed track you know all by itself at the very last moment but they you would have a good idea you know cuz you had news before you went to school and then if you had a job you missed the news at lunch but the old people got to watch the news at lunchtime and then there was news at six o'clock in the evening when you were home from work and then the 11 o'clock news right before you went to bed and then started this 24-hour news cycle and weather cycle where now we name freaking wintertime storms, and I, I still don't get that, and I'm not even going to say anything else about my confusion there. But anyway, I, I think that uh, this oversaturation of news and weather has really kind of maybe hindered a little bit of the forecasting. It just seems to me as just a regular Joe. You know, I'm watching these Spaghetti Models, Mike, Spaghetti Models page, it's top-notch. I've been watching that page for years, by the way. I'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in spaghetti models. Um, but, man, I mean, they change so rapidly, and, you know, you just never really know what the storm is going to do. I mean, even when it was impacting, or when Irma was impacting Florida, Tampa was right in its crosshairs, and it shifted east. It went around Tampa and shifted back west. I mean, that just doesn't happen. How do you, you know, how do you get ready for that? So the early models were showing it's going to wind up in Kel's backyard on Tuesday morning, which would have really sucked because um, that's a lot of water on the east side of the storm, as many of our friends have found in Houston. 
from the from from Harvey impacting out there. So we decided that uh, as a family we would get ready just in case. Of course, you know, fuel the vehicles. Um, <laughs> if you saw the pictures on the socials, if you didn't, I'll, I'll put it up. I had the Chinaman standing ready. I had, I think it was, uh, I don't know, close to 20 handy talkies sitting here ready to go, uh, charging. I had DMR, six meter, two meter, 440, uh, handout kind of bow fangs. I mean, I had them all in here. It made for some great pictures and I had them all charged and ready to go. Even had to take some of them out of the boxes, like brand new radios to put them on the, the charging stand here. One thing that's missing from the picture, and I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> this is what was missing. Uh, yesterday morning, uh, going out to, to start the wife's car and noticed that the passenger seat was in a different position. So I, I kind of moved it back where it normally goes. I guess one of the kids had moved it. Lo and behold, I found my Kenwood handy that is my favorite handy, by the way, and it had been missing. I couldn't figure out where it was. It was under the, the seat of my wife's car on the passenger side, which is usually not a big deal. Except for some reason, somehow something happened down there and it sheared the SMA connection for the antenna. I've got an email into Kenwood with hopes of getting that repaired. That's my favorite handy, by the way. I've said it a thousand times, but that was really a bummer. So back to Irma and getting ready for her. Had the handies charged, had the batteries in here charged, my comms to go box ready to go. I've got some other SLAs that I keep floating. Uh, just trying to do everything I can to kind of be thinking about it. I am a member of the local Aries group. I'm an assistant emergency coordinator. Um, thanks, Pokey. Uh, actually, I told him I would help, and I didn't know I was going to have to get a title to help. So anyway, that that's it's actually kind of been fun. But Aries was put on kind of notice earlier as Irma was approaching because nobody knew where it was going. Uh, the EOC at the state level was not activated as of that point, but we were having a, a kind of a once or twice a day email conversation as it got closer and it began to impact the keys of Florida. Once we knew it, it wasn't coming directly to the coast of South Carolina, um, they did the state, the governor actually, uh, enacted a, what do you call that? Emergency. Uh, the words just escape me. This is what happens. I really don't like this about me, but a state of emergency is what I'm trying to say. Thank you myself uh, for reminding me a state of emergency. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with, of course, preparatory things, but it opens some funding, some emergency funding. So, you know, the government, whatever. So anyway, um, McMaster enacted a state of emergency. The state went to an opcon one at the state level, they let us know up here in the upstate that, and across the state, by the way, that we needed to prepare to be able to deploy if we could and to let our emergency coordinator know to our local area if we could deploy what we could take with us and where and how far we could go and how long we could stay. Um, the day that the storm kind of began impacting the upstate of South Carolina uh, was the day that uh, we had been having hourly or bi-hourly every two-hour nets on the local VHF repeater, which is connected to a UHF system, which is connected to a huge, uh, just a spider web of repeaters, linked repeaters here in South Carolina, which worked flawlessly, by the way. And we were uh, contacting state level people, state level people contacting us. Well, about 3.30 that afternoon, they finally called us in. Uh, earlier in the day, the water had begun uh, flooding in Charleston, South Carolina, coming over the battery and flooding the downtown area, which is it's not, it's not as low down as New Orleans, but it's it's very low. So it didn't take a lot of water, but there was a lot of water coming in that they didn't really expect because, of course, the the models change and change and change. So, a lot of water on the uh, on the coastal areas of South Carolina and Georgia, 
and we were just getting some wind and rain, pretty constant. I think, you know, we were gusting to 40 miles an hour, but we had a good steady 12 to 15 mile an hour wind, pretty heavy rain throughout the entire day. And about 3.30 in the afternoon, they called and they said, uh, hey, we want to activate, this is the local county level, we want to activate the Aries group, we want to activate the EOC. So we went into the EOC and made contact with the state level people. And uh, we stayed there. I stayed there for about three or four hours, and and Pokey and some other folks stayed till about nine thirty. So I guess it was all about all in all about six or seven hours worth of activation. We didn't really do anything, uh, except we were there, which showed that we were dedicated to what we had agreed to do. But additionally, it gave us an opportunity as an exercise, I guess you'd have to call it, uh, to be there in the EOC and to see how things are operated when there is a call for everyone or you know different parts of folks to come in uh, we were there along with the city and county fire marshals as well as a representative from the county sheriff's department the county roads and bridges those are the ones who work on bridges when they flood or trees when they're in the road as well as the 911 supervisor who had his own 911 dispatch set up in there it's pretty cool as well as the uh the emergency directors for the county. So we were there, about seven or eight of us, I think, kind of came and went through. That was really cool. We had a lot of fun, kind of got to hang out with some buddies and, and spend some time together. My family's at home. My power's flickering. It's time for Kel to come home. So I checked out. They stayed a few more hours, and uh, we, we, we had uh, constant communications with the state. We also had a net called in the local area, as well as interacted with the Skywarn local net. So it wasn't uh, for naught. We, we didn't save anybody's life, which leads me to my next thing. Uh, just a couple of days later, we had the regularly scheduled Aries meeting for Spartanburg County. And uh, Pokey, my buddy Pokey, he's the EC. Uh, he was there. Ray was there, our net control officer, and myself. And we were discussing what we had done, what I just explained to you there, as well as some of the other things that we've got, like the big Grid X coming up. And I think it's November the 15th is the big Grid X exercise that we're going to be participating with uh, the county and the state level folks. So, uh, long story short is I stood up and very unashamedly just let everybody know that I was not that guy. I was not the ham who thinks that the Aries group locally is going to save the world. I believe that Aries and amateur radio, or I, you could say amateur radio and maybe Aries is going to impact or has the capability to impact a local emergency through its communications capabilities uh, better than my brother and his CB radio, right? Um, but are we going to save the world? Is the 800 system in the state going to crash and they're going to come begging and groveling to use our Titera MD380? Probably not. And I just wanted to express to the people there in the meeting that they may have that idea that that could be happening or, that, or you know, Ham has that place or uh, people out here listening may think that Ham has that place. I don't think it does in 2017. I mean, un- unless it's something really bad, like, uh, I don't know, we lose the grid. That would really screw things up big, probably for a lot of hams as well. But, uh, you know, past that, I, I kind of look at what we're doing and training for to be a participant in the and having the ability to complement our local first responders and even second responders. I don't I don't think that, that Kel's gonna rush in with his portable UHF repeater, you know, and, and make everybody happy. I'm not even gonna try to play that part. I'm just gonna learn to do my thing, learn to do it the best I can, and be you know, just be done with it from there. So lessons learned from me from Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma. I've seen a lot of news. We've had a lot of conversation online. 
there's a lot of people that don't have cell phone service right now. Uh, there are some people uh, involved in some different uh, online forums I'm in that still don't have phone service, who wish they had a ham radio license, who are listening to ham radio operators now talk about things that they wish they could participate in, but without a license, they can't. So this has kind of encouraged them, shown them the value of their license. Uh, do those people, even where they are now, think that ham radio could save the world? Absolutely not. No, I mean, it's a connection. And that's really what I think that my goal in this is, is to provide a connection, an alternate connection to the outside if it's needed. So uh, there's my soapbox on Irma. I'm, I'm not going to keep you tied up with that anymore, but just thought I'd get that out there and let you know that was my first Aries activation. The first time that I've been in Aries since I've been in Aries that the EOC has been activated and, um, you know, it, it didn't go off without a hitch, but we learned some things. We got some things in place and we even had some time to program some radios. So it wasn't a wasted time as we get our, our Aries frequency channelized around here to make it easier for everyone to communicate with one another. So listen, if you're still in one of those affected areas, I, I you know, I don't watch the news a lot. I mean, I might flip by it, but I'm not going to sit there for an hour and listen to those people on any frequency, on any channel. So any network, I, I'm not interested, but I know that they've moved on in some, in some parts to other things. I mean, you know, Donald said something stupid, I'm sure, that's got people riled up and you've got stuff happening. Something in Missouri and something somewhere else. I don't know. There's, there's just a problem fires and stuff. So they're going to be covering other things. Uh, but that's what you're seeing on television, right? But, but I want the people to know in Florida and Texas, Mississippi, even Georgia and Tennessee, Alabama, that were affected from these storms, even the storms that are approaching us right now. I want you guys to know, and gals, that, um, you know, you haven't been forgotten. I haven't forgotten about you. I know my family has not forgotten about you. I know many people, uh, just for instance, today in church, uh, folks had not forgotten about you. You know, so just because it's not headline and it's not the top story on CNN or whatever doesn't mean that you have been forgotten. So just hang in there, man. We're praying for you and we're rooting you on. We we know that you can overcome this thing and we are we are right here for you. We'll be back in a minute here on Ham Radio 360 Podcast. <laughs> Airspy.us bailed us out big time at Hamvention this past year. Thank you, Joe. This is a great opportunity to share with you what I pick up when I'm going to use some SDR radio devices. I grabbed my my mini from Airspy.us. It's it's a it's a great little deal, man. It's a very small, compact. It has great filtering. It's created for you, the amateur radio operator, to utilize, and, and it's going to work just better than those others that you've seen on Amazon and eBay. You need some stuff, call Joe. Let him know you heard about him here on Ham Radio 360. It's airspy.us. So as I uh, mentioned there in the intro of the show, got some news for you. Um, and and just going to just toss this in here. Now, there, there's no interview segment this time, guys. Um, I'm sorry if you don't like me, but <laughs> it's what you got this time. Hey, I've been doing this for a little over three years, probably three and a half years or so. 80, show number 87, multiply, you'll figure it out. Uh, it's been a long time. And uh, I have, I'm, I'm going to have to take a break. I am going to press the pause. 
And it's quite ironic that at Show 87, there's some of you out there that will appreciate that. Others have no clue, and it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's not something kills hiding. I didn't even realize it until I'm here. But anyway, I'm going to uh, take a break. I'm not going to produce a show two weeks from today. And I'm kind of thinking about coming back in 2018. In January 2018, I know, gasp, uh, the air just left the room. Don't be mad. Uh, the deal is I'm, I'm a busy guy. My job is being a dad, and I need to focus more on my dad job. This takes a lot, a lot of time. And uh, you, you look at John, you look at Jeremy, you look at George, what they're doing takes a lot, a lot of time. And uh, I've just gotten to the point where I don't have a lot, a lot of time left over for me to do anything but create this podcast. My HF radio sits here in the carton that it was placed in when I boxed it up at the end of Winterfield Day last year. Uh, <laughs> it's pitiful. I mean, I, I'm on the repeaters. I finally got Packet and APRS running, but you know, I'm, I'm missing out on the hobby. I, I talk to all these great guests and have learned about all these cool things that are happening out there, and, and I'm not able to participate because what little free time Kel has in life and whether you understand this or not, I'm sorry. Um, it it's, it's used up with the podcast. There's no hobby time, right? It's dad time, husband time, podcast time. And I'm going to park this show right here for the next couple of months. I've, I've been podcasting over three years. So I think that, you know, maybe a three month vacation will be nice. We'll see where we're at as January approaches and maybe start this thing back up. But until then, uh, I'm going to be going away. So you're going to have the Field Radio podcast on Thursday. And the following week, you'll have the Workbench show with George and Jeremy. You're only just going to miss this show on the Tuesday, the same week as the Field Radio show. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're getting the Field Radio podcast. There's a different feed. It's not in this feed right here, right? So you'll need to subscribe. I'll put a link there. It's all over the website, hamradio360.com. Field Radio podcast tab at the top. Click it. It opens up. Subscribe. I've done all, but but click it on your phone for you so you can do that. But, uh, you know, just a big shout out. Thank you to MTC Radio, to Ellacraft, to Dan Romantic, to Bridgecom Systems, to, um, let's see, uh, airspy.us. We've had sponsors. We've had people that are partnered with us on the website like Arden. You know, just just you guys, our patrons, and, and I'm, I'm not going to call names because I'll, I'll forget somebody, and I'm not going to do that. But every one of you know that I appreciate you. Listeners, uh, I would not be here three-plus years later doing this if it weren't for you guys. And it's not that I don't like you now. It's just I like my family better. And you'll just have to accept that, right? Because you've got one too, and I hope you're taking good care of them. So um, I, I don't really know what to say past that other than thank you again. It's been awesome, and I look forward to coming back next year and, and chatting with you and see where we're at. Like I said, my plan right now is a three-month vacation, leave of absence. Not going to put anything in here in the feed. Not going to have an alternate show. Not going to have a different host. It's just going to be a blank spot. And want to continue to uh, encourage you to listen to Workbench, to the Field Radio Podcast, everything Ham Radio, QST, um, QSO Today. You've got Ham Talk Live. Uh, you've got Hunter Watts and a Wire. I'm gonna I'm gonna make somebody mad because I just forgot to mention your podcast, ICQ Podcast. I should have made a list before I started this, and I'm sorry I didn't. But I'll tell you what, I've got your podcast linked on my website, hamradio360.com. Click on the links tab. It opens up every known 
amateur radio podcast that I've ever heard about or seen is listed on that page, and it's been there for months. So if you guys need to fill in some blanks, go check them out. There's a lot of great content out there. It's been quite an honor to be a part of that. Matter of fact, over the last three-plus years, uh, almost to over three quarters of a million downloads. I mean, that's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> that really, if you don't know the story, this was like a bad joke that turned into something that really was never supposed to be. Uh, great help from George KJ six VU and Jeremy Kev seven IJZ to uh, to really keep the ball get the ball rolling good. Uh, Gerald came in and out a couple of times. That helped a bunch. You know, uh, it's just there's so many people to thank. But since I'm not quitting, I'm not going to start thanking people like you know I just won this award and I'm retiring taking a vacation with anticipation of coming back in January 2018. So thank you very much to everyone. Thank you so much for the opportunity to connect with you. I hope that if you haven't heard all the programs we've done, that you'll go back and listen to those because there's a lot of great stuff back there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start doing the same very thing. The reason being is because there's a lot of stuff that I talked about, was able to learn about, but never have had the opportunity to put into play. And there's some things I want to go pull out from that and go forward with them. So I'm going to cut this really short. It's going to be a short show, maybe the shortest episode we've ever recorded. And uh, just say thank you. Thanks to every one of you. Again, don't forget Workbench is there. Field Radio Podcast is there. Ham Radio 360, the website will stay there. It's not going anywhere. That'll be where the shows are updated just like they are now, except I won't be doing a show to update. Still be on the socials. I'll still be on email and whatever. But uh, I'm taking a break, and I appreciate every one of you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening, for have given me this opportunity to get to know you and to share this great, awesome hobby, Ham Radio. I'm going to go enjoy some time with my family. My wife turns 40 in a couple of weeks. Got a lot to get ready for for that. So God bless you guys. We'll catch you next year on Ham Radio 360, the podcast. 73, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Ham Radio 360 podcast, brought to you by Main Trading Company, Paris, Texas, and by Elecraft.com, hands-on ham radio. To learn more about the show, visit our website, hamradio360.com. 73, y'all. <laughs>